All right. So my name is Beth Guide. Um, with Vertical Web. And like Sandra said, we've been working together for quite a long time. I've been giving these seminars throughout Houston for a long time. And um, I, I started to notice a trend again. And it happens every time the economy has a downturn. So being in business now, doing web design and web hosting and web marketing for um, over uh, 25 years, I we've had several recessionary type periods with the probably the most recent being 2007. And what we see happen is um, a lot of people either need extra money, they need a job or some manifestation of that. And all of a sudden they have graduated magna cum laude uh, web design school from their computer off of lynda.com. All right. So they don't really know what they're doing. They've just taken a class and they happen to know more. And as the economy goes, what ends up happening is they get absorbed back into the regular economy and they don't have a real company. And as a result, we end up with this sea of people that are web design dissidents that have nobody to help them. They don't know where to start. They, a lot of times they have a broken car um, because it wasn't done right. And I, I'm starting to see that happen again. And I'm like, you know, it, it, let me jump in now and let's start talking about what, what this really all looks like and what this means um, and what options are for an entrepreneur and what you can and can't do. Um, it's also going to touch on Sandra and my favorite subject in the whole world, which is WordPress versus Wix, Weebly, Web, Squarespace, and Shopify. So we need to come up with an acronym for that because we, we say that all the time, okay? So um, I just want to let you know. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm not necessarily going to be doing this from a demonstration standpoint. And I really, really want to invite questions because if you need to understand what you have to do for to build a website or you don't know where to go, what to do, how to do it, um, this is that type of almost like I'm almost doing this like as an open forum because I really do feel like we're heading into that period where web design becomes part of the gig economy and it really never should be. OK, uh, web designers and Uber drivers are not the same, just in case nobody knew that. I, I feel compelled to say it. So with with that said, um, that's kind of where we're going to go. So the first thing that I want to I want to talk to you is about is platform. OK, and we talk about this quite a bit. Um, and inevitably, when I give these talks somewhere in the middle of I think it's been uh, probably 24 straight talks, somebody says, wait, I shouldn't use Wix. Um, and no, you shouldn't use Wix. So if anybody wants to say, wait, I shouldn't use Wix, um, now's your time to say it because we're going to go through it and talk about it. This one says, I have no idea where to start in doing a website for my new company. And I'm wanting to know if it, if it's better to get someone or do something. That's the, that's the class that we're talking about tonight and how to make that determination. Um, how do you know what the, whether somebody's charging you the right price? And oh, how do you know that they're going to be there when the economy starts coming back and we're not going to do, uh, we're not going to do uh, Uber? Uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't, um, this question says, is GoDaddy okay? Um, GoDaddy's okay until it's not. It's one of those companies, but I want to talk about this from a platform standpoint. Um, GoDaddy in a box is not okay long-term. So let me, let's kind of talk about that first. If you're going to go through the effort to put up a website, your goal should be to have somebody come to the website. 
okay? You don't put up a website without the aspiration that somebody's going to actually come see it. And the thing is, what drives somebody to come see it? And that answers Google, sometimes Bing, Yelp, direct. Some of it's direct traffic, some of it's social media. Um, but if your goal is to get traffic and your, your goal is to have that traffic come through a third party that you are not paying, okay? So that's another thing that as I talk about Google, the objective is not to pay Google money. The objective is to use their free listings to get yourself in that first spot. And you cannot adequately do it with a platform-based uh, web design module, which is Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, Shopify, uh, Go, GoDaddy tonight, um, anything that is not that is running these platforms, they're not truly designed to meet Google's algorithm. So um, that that's always the bad the bad piece of that to start with. And that sometimes that's bad news for folks. So we already have some questions rolling in here. Um, somebody says they want to call me, call me anytime. I'm, I'm like work 24 seven, so that's okay. Um, how do you increase traffic to a website? That's kind of what the end result of this is. And we'll kind of talk about that. Uh, why should we still have a website? That is the best question so far of the night. You win a prize. If I was teaching in person, I'd have to throw a, a stuffed animal or something at you. Cause that's the great, that's a great question. Um, and then let me see what else we've got. And then I'm going to answer these. It says, why should we not use Squarespace? All right. Okay, so let's start with why should I even bother having a website? So the social media platforms are ever-changing. So you have to view your website as an asset for your business. No different than your computer, no different than an employee, no different than a desk, no different than a chair. So when you make efforts to have a strong social media platform, you are investing in something that you do not own. It's no different than adding an add-on to an apartment and then you leave your apartment and you lose your add-on, okay? Those platforms you have no control over. And really you have no control over it from a Squarespace side. You have no control over Facebook. Anybody that's been on Facebook for a while knows that what's happened is in the beginning, it was great. You could go, you could get traffic, you could have people coming, you could have a strong presence. The same with Instagram, uh, same with LinkedIn. Over time, they have changed those algorithms. And in the changes of those algorithms, they've made it almost impossible not to pay them. You have to pay them for those, for you to get the maximum amount of exposure. So if you have predicated your business on a third party, you are always a victim of what they decide to do because they belong to them. Okay, you literally have no control. So anybody that's heard me speak for a very long time, I've always advocated that you need to put your efforts into your website, which is tangible property that you own, that is an asset that belongs to you, and that you ultimately are making the decisions of what happens to it. Okay, so the, the same thing applies. It's partly why I say Squarespace and Wix and those guys are no bueno too. And the, and the reason why I say that is because you don't control them. And they, although they'll talk about, and I'm air quoting for those of you that hear this after the fact, uh, air quote, um, they talk about SEO. They do not give you the right apparatus to execute it properly. So if you're in a competitive niche, like you're a lawyer or you're an accountant or you're in a dentist, 
you're if you're on one of those platforms, you're really in a very bad position because Google Google's looking for certain things and it can't find them on these platforms. So I think you always make the investment in your own property. And I, I have advocated using WordPress. I'm going to continue advocating using WordPress. In fact, I just told Sandra, I think next month's class should be using WordPress. And how should we do that? Um, how is the right way to use WordPress? And, and I, I guarantee you, you could if you came next week, next month, I could show you how to do it. And you could walk away with the video and a WordPress install and be able to build a, word, a website in WordPress. Okay, so just understand kind of where I'm coming from on it. Um, but these that these things need to belong to you. So you have to change your mindset that this is an asset for your business and you're not going to put it in a place that you do not control. Okay. And that is one of the most um, biggest points that I can make here. If you just understand that you're way ahead of the game. And I'm going to share with you a story that just happened. In fact, the lady was just ringing my phone. It happened at four o'clock today. And I'll, I'll tell you that that story before the end of the night. Okay. So let's run down this. So I hope that kind of answers the question of, do you need a website? The answer is yes. Um, real estate agents, I really kind of pity you guys because overall everybody's gone to HAR. Eventually what's going to happen is HAR is going to have all of you and then the price is going to become extraordinarily expensive and you're going to have no choice because you've already bailed out and got rid of your regular website. So you need to, I, I believe that every business that is serious that wants to be taken seriously and wants to have a place in the marketplace needs to have a website that is theirs. And that's kind of like a full stop at the end of that sentence. Okay, so let's see. Let's see where we are. What is the best way? You mentioned the part about, um, um, about driving, about Google, being found on a Google search and how, and how the, using a WordPress website is so much better than some of the others? Yes, I, I can do that. Um, all right, so what, what, what you're saying is, and that, that is the second part of why I advocate WordPress, okay? There is a set of behaviors that Google expects you to have. There's ex, there is a set of code that Google expects to receive. And these platform-based systems are made for the masses and they're not necessarily put together in a way that Google understands them. It's very difficult to take a Wix website and get to the number one spot with it, period, end of story. It, it does not happen. Um, I, I, I have seen a Squarespace, but these, when I've seen these, these websites that rank, they're not in competitive terms. So they're hobbyists, like uh, one one lady I knew, she was an artist and she was able to rank, but she was trying to rank on her own name. She never ranked on horse painting. She ranked on her own name. So um, it, it's not very hard to rank a website on your own name. Even mine, that's got the nice generic word of guide in it. Um, even I can rank on my own name. So, which you wouldn't think that's a problem, but it is. But you know, so I just want the important thing is to rank, is to be able to rank in with the kind of services that you provide and the kind of things that you want people to come to your website when they're looking for something that you do and something that you're good at specifically. You want them to come to you for that, not for your name, right? Because if that's, know, well, that's right, and that's the thing that she was an artist, so ranking on her name made sense. She was actually a known artist, so that one was okay. 
okay? But if I didn't know her and I wanted a painting of a horse, I was never gonna find her on that website because she did not rank on paintings of horses or paintings of horses for sale. She didn't rank on those things. She just ranked on her own name. So I just, I want to, I, I just want to make sure that everybody kind of understands that it can happen, but it's very rare. And the more competitive of a term, the less likely it is to happen. Um, in fact, you know, the SEO community is pretty um, competitive and uh, they had a, they had like blood sport over Shopify that they, they divvied up in groups and some of the best SEO companies in the country went and had a contest of who could get something ranked on Shopify. Um, one company did, the other one didn't. So, so the moral of the story is even the best of the best are not being able to do this. So how are you guys going to be able to do that um, unless you're in the best of the best category? So I want your business to have the best chance to serve to succeed. Okay. And we're in an economic environment that you have to give it every opportunity to grow and to be able to be found. Um, but I, I, I just, I need you just to understand that for you to rank on Google, you need to be in a platform that can be set up right. And we talk all the time about how to set a website up, the elements that are needed, what is needed to have happen. And you just cannot do what needs to be done in the way it needs to be done within these platforms. And then, oh, by the way, um, when the platform decides it's going to change something, you may just be out of luck. Um, I have one gentleman, he's been coming to his class forever. And how why started him coming is he had been in his hosting company for 15 years. He had, was using their design platform. And one day, three days before the end of that was going away. He got a letter that said, Hey, we're just changing the whole platform and you don't have a website. So you got three days to get it moved elsewhere. Um, so you never put yourself and, and I, and I think maybe this is even a broader concept from a business owner. All right. You never put yourself in a position where you don't have options, um, or that you are beholden to somebody else. And your website is a material piece of your business that you're trusting to somebody else. And I'm not a trusting soul, so I will start with that. But the only one that's going to take care of my business as well as it needs to be is me. Uh, it's just kind of like your kid. You wouldn't go give your kid to go give your kid to somebody else and let them raise it, you know, for 10 years in somebody else's house and then say, hey, you know what? I want it back. Maybe they kick it out. I mean, so think of a website like a kid, if you want, you, every one of them needs to be nurtured and supported in the right possible way. And you need to treat your business that your web business website that way. Can I so add to that? You can okay. ask anything you want. You have the, you have the host control. Well, I, what I was uh, thinking of, especially just from being in this with you for the, the last few years, um, you know, you can think of your website two ways. One, it's like a digital, you know, it's, it's like a place to showcase what you offer. And so you derive a lot of people to it. So you might, you might be on LinkedIn, you might be on Facebook, you might be, and you're trying to drive people to it. So a lot of people have said, that's where I am. And then they drive everyone to their website. But what Beth is also talking about is, is how can people find you um, because you're, you have a website and that's the difference. And they don't know you. I right. mean, that, that's it. Somebody said, what do I need by rank a drag website? Okay. So I, and I, and I kind of teach by example. So, um, so 
when we first opened my company, I named it something funky and I called it site hosting and nobody could remember it. And we would get seven people a day that would go find us on a search engine. Once I realized that we actually should be called web hosting, I changed the name, I added web hosting. And all of a sudden we went from seven orders a day to 22 to 25 orders a day. Okay. So the exponential growth went from 28 people a month to seven, let's say 20 times, uh, 20 people times 30 days to 600 people a month. I mean, imagine us trying to scale up that quickly. So I, I, I strongly, strongly encourage you that if you want to build a business and you, you need to, and you need, to, you need to use the internet to do that. So people can find you because people are still out there looking for a new accountant. They're looking for a dentist. They're new to help. We have a million new people apparently in Houston based on the roadways I drive every day. They seem to be coming from all over the country. Uh, they all need a new dentist. So are you on, are you on the internet where you're visible or are you, you, nobody knows where you are? If you're a restaurant, you know, people are looking for, okay, now I got here. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So there's all kinds of reasons that people go to Google. 98% of all the searches done on Google are informational searches. And if you provide the information and you are what people find, you are the immediate expert and therefore they're more apt to do business with you. So there's a lot of, um, it, your business is one dimensional if you don't really, another true story. So I have a friend that's an electrician out in Katy. And she's been in a networking group with me now for almost 10 years. And every time I'd say to her, do you need my help? She said no to, no to me. And she would tell me, eh, I'm getting stuff off of LinkedIn. People are coming in, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, I left it alone. Um, back about February, I guess this was, I got a panicked call that said, my website's down. I don't know where it is. Nobody has the files. I don't know what to do. I said, okay, well, lucky for you, I do. So I went in, grabbed the files, recreated the website. It took us a couple of days to do it because it was an emergency and it was only a small website. But because of the way I think and the way my staff is trained to think and the way I try to train you guys to think, we stood the website up and we fixed the things in it that were broken. So just last week she said to me she said I want to tell you something I said well what's the matter you know I'm thinking she's going to tell me there's a problem she said we get more calls off my website now for people looking for business she said all this time I thought nobody was using our website and it was all these third parties it simply was people weren't finding us so now her phone's ringing off the wall because people are actually coming to our website because her website's put together right so this is those things that I don't think as a business owner you can overlook and why these are, um, you know, why you can't just ignore this and you can't go in halfway. And if you do go in halfway, you have to understand that you're going in halfway and that you know you're doing it on purpose. Okay. So, I, and I don't think most of most small business owners know that they're doing it halfway. And don't know that, you know, don't know that there's more beyond it. And I, and, and, you know, my attitude from the day I opened is go, you know, I opened my doors was go big or go home. And I, and I think every small business owner has to have that mentality. And this is just another manifestation of it. Okay. I need to scroll down questions really quickly. All right. So 
All right, so cost, we can talk about cost. What does it mean to rank your name? What it means is uh, when somebody Googles my name, I come up first in Google. Um, so what is the cost? So that's a cost question. We're gonna talk about cost here in a second. All right, so this is we're a B2B providing manufacturing sources solutions. Uh, metal products were under impression now and so you focus too much on the website like a retail business. No, I'll tell you what, I got it. No, that's not, you need to, your website, people can find your website and they can go ahead and go um, and you will explode your website. You don't want to, um, you, you, it doesn't become like a retail business. You're still doing, you're still a manufacturer but you're putting the stuff out there. The only problem you may have is where do you, you know, you now, if you're selling direct, you're going to have to be a little bit careful on how you navigate that relationship. But you, you, there is no reason as a B2B business why you shouldn't have a, a website because I guarantee you anybody under the age of 35, if they need what you're selling, they're going to the internet long before they're going to go figure out who knows you and who they should call. So you really, you should make an investment into that. Um, and, and if that's kind of what you're saying, I kind of agree with you on that, like by a lot. Okay, so somebody says, how do I recommend getting a domain name? Do you have to get one prior to building a website? The answer to that is yes. And I will tell you how to get a domain name in a second. I'm also gonna tell you what I've been doing with people again, because um, I've kind of changed my uh, opinion. So one thing that if you've known me for a, a substantial amount of time, people will say to me, but sometimes you change your mind or sometimes you said this here and you're saying this there. And the problem with this is what I'm actually teaching is the behavior of a third party. So what I mean when I say that is Google is very fluid, okay? And I have to see where they are today, what are they doing today, and then give you a fundamental base of how to navigate it today. I'm also at the same time teaching you guys what is the right pillars that you should have. So as they change, you may sway a little bit, but you still stay in place. Okay. So this is the, the thing about this, the, the, the domain names, I've actually spent more money on domain names for people in the last probably six months than I have in the last five years because the older domain names are back to ranking better again. So we have been buying more branded, even my own vertical web, when we sat down and decided what to, to rebrand ourselves, this was, I'm getting almost a half a million page views a month now because of the name of this website. I mean, it just exploded sideways, which I don't know that I saw coming, but it, it's, it's done very well. Your domain name, you can pick the name of your business. Um, you can buy something aftermarket or you can let the domain name dictate the name of your business. I've kind of seen it. I've kind of advised it in all three directions. So um, as we're bringing them online, um, we've bought aftermarket domain names. The last five websites I'm standing up are coming up with aftermarket domain names. Can you go call me and say, I want a domain name? Yes, it's $15. Can you go to, to GoDaddy and buy a domain? Yep, it's $15 or whatever they're charging. Okay, you can go buy a domain name. But what I'm going to say is that if you don't have one, sometimes it's better to buy one that was previously owned because I think what I'm seeing now is a trend that those are ranking better 
quicker out of the box than these ones that have been out there that are just, I just bought it and stood it right up. Now, people will disagree with me, but I, I've had enough now in the last six months that this has just gone, those things are going up like a rocket shot. I'm going to tell you that for the moment, I'm, I'm back to we need to buy aftermarket domains if we can whenever possible. Um, I will tell you that domains that were registered prior to 2004 seem to have a different set of rules than the rest of everybody. There is a secondary breakpoint in there, but if you're going to do it, you want one that was pre-2004, 2003, something like that. Okay, so go ahead. How can I keep my same website name? What does that mean? Well, I think you need to ask her a couple more questions about that. But if someone's thinking, okay, I've got my website set up and I want to, I might need to get it on WordPress. I know they're asking kind of multiple. Oh, can you keep your domain name? Yes, yes, yes. That That's a given. Wherever, okay. So a domain name, I'm going to tell you, is also like property and it should be treated like property. Um, and you should know everything about it the same way you would know about the keys and the lock on your house. Okay. If you decide, and again, I'm trying to give real world answers and examples of things here, okay? Think of a domain as your house and think of the files inside of it, like your furniture or the paint on your wall. So if you can come in and remodel anytime you want, the house stays the same. You just have a different color of paint on the wall. So if we wanted to move um, and go to WordPress, yes, at the end of the day, the end objective would be to move the domain to match the new furniture. And so that's that's an easy thing to do. Um, and that's, 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 yes, you always keep your domain name. You don't ever change your domain name. Um, what I will say, as I said that here recently, I have had a couple people that I came in and, and opted to change their domain names. And when I did, their website traffic and their personas went through the roof because I think that I felt like their previous domains were damaged and for one reason or another and the second I freed them out from underneath it went off like a rocket so um you know there's there's some of this is kind of nuancey stuff okay but yes you should um you should you should be able to do all of that so let's see what this says what about Neil he said because you were already explaining this the the what uh, is aftermarket I yeah. see is that what you're asking me, yeah. and I want to make sure we got everybody up here. Domain name, securing website information. Um, I'm going to come back to rank math and that. I'm actually what I will tell you is my next class. We're going to talk about rank math and plugins and WordPress to that degree. I, I really want to do that next class. Um, but if you if you're asking that question, please go with rank math because that's the right um, one to do. Uh, person says, how do you hire me? I have a phone number and I have a, we I have a website. Imagine that. So you can go to our website and, uh, you can find me. I will be at work at six o'clock tomorrow morning. So let the, let the games begin. Um, okay. What does aftermarket mean? And this says, can you share regarding domains for sale and how does that work? Yes. Okay. So when I come, you can go to GoDaddy and type in whatever you want. Okay. So let's say we want, um, I don't know, uh, uh, mycellphone.com, which is probably taken, but let's just say we wanted that. You go there, you take it, it says it's available, you pay them $15, and that now becomes yours. You have to pay its renewal fee every year. 
Um, I recommend doing anything from five to 10 years and making sure that you hold five to 10 years on your domains. What I'm talking about is aftermarket domains, okay? I am talking about um, domains that were, and I don't know if Erica's here tonight, but she called me, she came out of this class. Sandra, you know her as our friend with the blow dry bar, with the hair salon that I didn't know was a real thing. Remember that? Remember her? Okay, so she called me. Um, she has changed her business and she changed her business name from blow dry bar to something else. So she was saying to me, and, and this is an example of how you can do something right for somebody, or you can just take somebody's money. Okay. So she said to me, she said, well, I have my business and I have this other business and we merged the two businesses and now I have three websites. I said, no, you have one website. She's like, no, I have three websites. I don't know. We're going to shut your website down. We're going to shut the other lady's website down. And we're going to make you one really nice website that serves your new business. So we were talking about the name of it. And I think she said to me, the name of it is the glam room. I said, okay, well, let's see if that's available. I went out and I looked, nope, it's taken. So I went to go look in the aftermarket, um, circles to see if it was taken absolutely it is for sale for fifty five hundred dollars so she's now deciding whether she wants to buy that domain for fifty five hundred dollars if that's the name of your business it's an old domain um if you have the money it's well worth the purchase price i also gave her a secondary one um that was twenty one hundred dollars um either one of them to my mind would work um, and, and I hope she goes, she goes ahead and does that. Those domains are previously owned. And the older they are, the more value they have. So a couple more examples of things. When I did mine, my vertical web one, I spent $5,800 on that domain. Um, and, and we made the decision to do that. And at the time, I actually also purchased vertical SEO in the event that Google did not like the consolidated concept. And I ended, had to go back to having a web hosting domain and an SEO domain. So we bought a second one that was $4,800. So I bought these two domains and I have them. Vertical web has gone off like gangbusters and I'll never use, need to use it. We decided that vertical web was too, too long. My business partner said, well, who's going to type vertical web for an email address? And I said, everybody said, oh, no, we're not going to do that. So we went out to go see if VWeb was available. VWeb was available, but it was $30,000. I got news for you. I'm drawing the line at $30,000. We ended up buying V-Web. Um, it was uh, $2,100, something like that. I can type an extra character with a hyphen to be perfectly fine and keep my 30 grand. Was not worth it. Now, had I seen that initially before the vertical web, I may have considered to do that because it's old, it's four letters, there's a mystique about a four letter domain. Um, there's so those are these decisions that you have to make. There's also, I would also say, don't go buying an aftermarket domain without somebody that can advise you because you have to make sure that the domain has not been uh, banned by Google. Um, Google has been known to ban domains for lifetimes. Uh, I had it happen with a um, golf domain. Um, the guy wanted to make software for golf swings. And we came up with a great name and it was taken. We bought it aftermarket and Google had banned the thing. Um, I also had it happen with a dentist in Houston that we bought houstondentist.org 
and it also was banned. It had a lifetime ban on it with Google. So we had to jump out of it. It took us about six months to figure well, it out. How did that happen? Did, had the person who owned it done something terrible? It's not bad with it. Yeah. They, it's, sometimes they were spammy. Sometimes they even used it as a link farm. Yeah. So you always have to do a historical dig on it just to make sure. And honestly, the dentist one we missed. I, I genuinely, I missed a, a thing on it and didn't see it and it came back and we're like you know i guess they're really upset about this and what you could tell is that google wasn't picking it up wasn't indexed they don't say they ban domains i promise you they ban domains okay so one says how do you find one um godaddy has an auction i'd be careful with the godaddy auctions because some of them are scammers um i buy all my aftermarket through a company called cdo it's s-e-d-o.com um i bought this domain from them and I went as far as to buy even the SEO 411 domain that I had prior to this. I bought that from them. And I think that was 5,000. S-E-D-O. Like C-D-O with only one O. So S-E, that's it. Perfect. That's exactly what it is. Um, so we we went and found the old domains. I, I would say that it's a good move to, to have a used domain at these points. Um, if you, if you don't have an established brand or, or if you're just getting started, or if like, uh, Erica had that she's merging her businesses. Okay. If we can come up with the right, uh, I have a paving guy. He wants a, a paving domain. So we're trying to buy that from him. I had an act, John, you sent me an, a doctor. Um, and that acu, I actually got houstonacupuncture.com for him. So I'm about to set that up, uh, for him. So we're, I'm trying to think out of the box on how's the best way to come up with these domain names for people because they're, they're just like, what would you name your kid? Okay. And you remember, I told you my very first company, I made a mistake. I called it ACTWD and nobody could ever remember what ACTWD for the longest time I was fired from company naming, but I look like a superstar with vertical web. So I'm now allowed to name things again. All right. So, but it was, it was so bad that, cause I was like, we're going to name it this and everybody, nobody knew what the heck it was. So you just have to, you just have to kind of go with it. So this says, when you ask about a domain, does someone take it out of play and up the price? When you, when you, ask, yes, I had that happen, John. Um, I had an insurance company that did that. They, their domain was going for exact quote and I made an initial pass at it to go find out what it was going to be. And they gave me a price of like $20,000. And when we came back, like a couple months later, they had jacked it and they wanted 75 grand for it. So um, yes, uh, you have to really be careful when you start into it. Um, the other thing is there's, a, there's two, one says make an offer and one says buy now. You want to try to pick one that says buy now, because what I find with the buy and offer, um, they um, they are uh, not always up and up. It says, who are these people? Uh, you mean the people selling the domains? Okay. All right. So the, so there is domain speculation services or like my company, I have people cancel their domains and leave all the time. And I've kept a lot of them through the years, the better names I've kept. And then if I needed them, I've had them in my arsenal to go sell. I've got like, I have one that's like long-term care is affordable or affordable long-term care or something. It's sitting out on CDU at a $2,100 price tag. So there are things that there are people that have been around. Some of them are speculation services. Some are people that go snap up domains uh, after the fact. 
Um, some are, you know, some are just, but people like me that their customer went out of business and we keep a portfolio of them. I mean, and that's what I, what I have done is uh, if it, if the domain has value, I don't ever let it go back out because somebody else is going to assess it, pick it up and go try to sell it. And we've sold a couple through the years at a higher price. Go ahead. What about Leah's question? That's a nice add on question to the, to the topic that we're discussing. Where is it? Uh, understanding that if you oh. market domains, you never pay for it again, just the upfront. No, 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 no. So you still have to pay its annual renewal. Okay. So once I got my vertical web and I paid for the rights to have vertical web, I went in and registered and renewed it for 10 years and put a trademark on it. Uh, 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 uh. So if you're, and if you're going to make that kind of a, you know, a one, two, three thousand dollar, five thousand, uh, the most we ever sold one for was 25,000. It was oilwell.com. If you can just imagine the guy died and I had another guy come in and ask me and I helped, I helped the estate broker the deal and we've sold it for 25 grand. Um, so, you know, business.com sold for $7 million just to kind of put that in everybody's craw a minute. Um, so, you know, I, these, there is a way to take these domains. There is a way to look through them. I, I, I like dealing with the aftermarket domains because I think there is a definite value um, for that. So it says, how do we trademark a domain? You call a trademark attorney. I have one if you need one. He handles all of mine. He's a very nice young guy. And he is the first attorney that I have ever met that has any idea of what language I speak. I finally found an attorney that understands internet law. And it, it, it took me 20 years to find one. The last lawyer I had, he retired and he used to say to me, okay, what do you want this to say? And I would tell him what I wanted to say and he just would put it in legalese. That's probably not a good idea for me to be able to do that. So I finally found a lawyer that does that. So I have somebody that can, yes, I can. It's, uh, his name is, uh, I, 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 should I just give it to you? Um, I, Sandra, do you want me to just put it in there or? Yeah, you can put it in there. All right, hold on a minute. His name is Justin Barks, and it's J-U-S-T-E-N-B-A-R-K-S. And then I'll just put it here, and it's J-U-S-T-E-N, add beard, B-A-R-D, and B-A-R-K-S dot com. That's his email address, so you can all go hound him then and get trademarks. He's going to wonder what the hell happened. So, but he's the first, he's the literally the first, uh, he's the first uh, lawyer I've ever met that has any understanding of what I'm talking about up here. Okay. So if you need a trademark though, he just did mine for vertical web. He, he just handled a whole bunch of it. We, we, he even went as far as, um, he really spells Justin. Oh, I, you know what I did? I put it to the wrong person. Hold on a second. I have to change it to everybody. I only sent it to Is Sandra. It Justin with an E? It, it's Justin with an E. Yep, it's Justin with an E. I, it's not a typo. I, and I have to always, I have to correct it in my head. I'm, I'm used to it now, but when I first saw it, I was like, okay. So, but yes, it's Justin with an E. And he is the first guy that ever I have ever met in the law of the field that has any idea what I'm talking about, which kind of says a lot because most people have no idea what I'm talking about. So that's, that's kind of it. So Valencia, huh? Eber Valencia, Dibear, Valencia. I, my website doesn't appear on Google search and I already sent my site map, but still appears on 39 position. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So that that's an interesting thing. There's so many, that's a whole class. That's like an on-site SEO class. There is so many factors on how do you move that from 39 to one. Um, that's, it's, it's not just submitting your sitemap. But the first question I'd ask you is, is it built in WordPress? Because if it's not, it's going to stay at 39 or worse. Um, so just know that might happen. Um, and we're going to do one too. That's going to talk about, um, that's going to talk about local search at some point too, because these all tie together. But I, I wanted to get to a point where we understood where we were going to start in, in getting some of this stuff decided. Okay. So this says, what if I personally do not have time to set up a new website? Who should I hire to help me transition from works from Wix to a more preferable provider? Do they own the website if they build it? The second part of that question is a fantastic question. Okay. Um, and I, and this is why we're doing this because these are the things that buyer, you need to buyer beware on these things. Okay. Because we own a hosting company and because we know we're, we own a web design company, I see this come at me from both sides. Okay. So what ends up happening is somebody inevitably is a hosting customer and they call me on the phone and they say to me, my web, my, what my web designer shut my website off and I need to see how I can go about getting you to turn it back on. Now, what's interesting is that the customer is my customer is the web hosting person. So I'm often having to be a debt mediator between the middle of the two of them to get them all to work it out. But not everybody's going to do that. So you need to make sure that when you hire a web designer, you have a few things from them. First of all, you need to make sure that that web designer has put everything in your name, okay? And if they haven't, it better be somebody you really trust or you really need to make sure it's in your name. And I, and you know, like, I, and, I, and I say, I, I say, don't do as I say, do as I say, don't do as I do. My customers, I, I've always had such a great relationship with them. If you want to go, go. I'm very happy. I'll turn it over, put it in your name. Uh, I'm not going to help your new company because your new company should know what they're doing. Um, but I'm the exception to the rule. Okay. So I, I, as I say that, I know that like, if any of my critters are in the room, they're going to know that, Hey, you know what your name's on them. But if you ask me, I'm going to, you, you have them, we'll put them in your name. They're all yours. Go ahead and take them. But if you don't have that kind of a relationship with somebody, I highly recommend that you have a username and password into your website. You have a username and password into your Google My Business account. You have a username and password into your Google Analytics account. You have a username and password into your Google Search Console account. You have a username and password on your you domain have, name. You have a username and password into your, now quit saying that and just tell me the different things you were <laughs> Okay, your website, your website control panel. Okay, hold on. Website. Website control panel. Domain name. And that domain name has to save, stay in your name at all costs. You never, and when I say never, allow that your domain to have anybody else's information on it. 
And if you give somebody your username and password, you better go right behind them and make sure that they left your name on it. I just had a long time customer. Wait, is, that the, is that the full list? Uh, the, no, there's more. There's Google My Business, Google Analytics, um, and Google Search Console. Google My Business, then what? Google Search Console. And what else? Tools. What? Analytics. Google Analytics. So if you if they retain someone to do this for them, they that's the question they ask. If you're setting this stuff up for me, I want I want my username and password. It's not a question, it's a demand. I, I, that's it's not a question. It's not it's not optional. And and I and I mean that. Like I said, again, I'm abnormal and uh, for me, I teach with HCC, I teach with Chambers of Commerce, I teach with Lone Star College. I have a higher bar, okay? I don't want anybody coming back and saying, hey, this lady took my stuff. So not that I ever would, but I am the exception, okay? You need to have all of these items, period, end of story, all right? Because, um, and you need to go behind your person and you need to make sure that you actually, it's the way you think it is when, you, uh, when, you're, when they're done. Um, and, cause I can't tell you how many times I have somebody come to me. It's in the webmaster's uh, name. It's got a webmaster's email address on it. There's laws governing ownership on these things. And if you don't pass the bar, you're going to have a really big problem because it's going to play hell to get it back. So I'm, I'm telling you these things because there's these are things, this is like buyer beware night, right? So we have people running around that are Uber drivers that think they're web designers. They probably don't even know this. So um, you need to make sure you have your information, okay? Because that's a, that's a big deal. And Sandra said, ask. You you need to tell them that you will give it to you. I just, I just read what I wrote. You should require from anyone who handles this for you that you have a username and password into your website, website control panel, domain name, Google My Business, Google um, Search, Search Console, Console, and Google Analytics. Perfect. Yep, that's that's a that's a really good start. Um, and some of them are a little bit more important than the others. What can I do on the behalf of my previous question if I don't have the money to pay for boosting my position up? Okay, you keep coming to these classes and you roll your sleeves up and you get carpal tunnel and you learn how to do it. That's why I run these classes. There's now 56 of these videos sitting on YouTube that run out of these classes. Uh, you have 105 hours worth of free material that tells you how to do it. Okay. And that's, and that's really, and I always say it takes, it takes six months of sitting in this class to even know what I'm talking about. So we have a lot of people that repeat and come through these. Okay. But yeah, if you really want to know, I, I truly, 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 I have there, I was just there today. There's 56 of these videos out there, um, that go over time that, that, that cover all of this material. And, oh, by the way, as I came in tonight, Google announced it has a new core update. So next month I may say something completely different because nobody knows what they did yet. <laughs> It's a, I don't I don't know that anybody knows what they did. I suspect just blinders and a guess. We'll see if I'm right that Google did away with keywords and went with concepts. 
Okay, well, so you know, there's two different ways you can handle this. One is you can keep you can keep working to do it yourself, but then you get more control over understanding if you're working with anyone else, you know, what your situation is, and then you you keep making decisions along the way to pivot one way or another based upon you're better learning where you stand right now because you're already, you know, in some cases doing business and some things are already happening. So she kind of sets off all these alarm buttons, but really you've got to still go from A to B and you can continue to increase your position by learning more as you go, but also by learning to ask the right questions. You know, sometimes when we do some of these uh, financial workshops and people understand more how to manage their own financials and how to ask questions of their bookkeeper, or their accountant, you know, some they get better at, at managing their business because they understand their own numbers and they're not using their accountant to teach them. So what you might have someone doing these things for you. Now you start understanding more what are the right questions to ask. And then you start better understanding whether you're going to change who you're working with or change each small thing that you're learning about because you now you know how to ask the questions. And someday you might learn enough so that you're really handling the whole thing yourself. But, but in the meantime, you learn how to ask the right questions and make decisions about whether you want to stay where you are or, or what you're going to do so that you can still run your business while you're making some changes, you know, that are in the short term and in the long term. And I'm going to flip that around. Long term, you need to have a plan to hire the right company. But it's oh, what I want everybody to do is have enough working knowledge to know when somebody's selling them a bit of, bill of goods, because part of the reason I started this class was not to get up and just talk about this stuff for the sake of talking about it. It's because I think that short of auto mechanics and washing machine repair people, we have the most cuck-eyed group of people that work for in this industry. And some of them are amoral and some of them are just, they don't know any better. And the outcome for the business owner is tragic. So if I can get you guys educated and you can hang around with me, whether it be short-term, long-term, you go watch the class afterwards, you sign up for the podcast because every one of these turned into a podcast too. If you do that, the chances of you getting burned in the end become greatly diminished. So even when you do hire somebody, you can have a right conversation. And and I'm going to tell you, it really kind of made me feel good. Um, One of my customers, um, he had recommended me to a nonprofit and he sits in on the meetings at the, at the nonprofit. And we had this meeting, the customer, the nonprofit customer asked a question and my, my customer didn't even give me the chance to answer it. He actually gave the perfect answer and the perfect explanation because after being around me for so long, he actually understands what the heck I'm talking about and was able to teach it to somebody else. He doesn't do it to watch over me. He's fascinated. And he's always thinking how he's going to optimize my skills to optimize his business. So I appreciate what he's doing with that. But what I'm, what I want you guys to understand is that you need to have an understanding of this because otherwise you're basically being going to be thrown to the wolves. And I, and I don't mean to, but when, where I started is the, when the, when the, when the economy goes down, Everybody becomes a web designer. I, 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 it's like the strangest thing. Those two things seem to work in tandem with each other. And I think it's because people know they can come in, get a quick hit of money and go pay their electric bill for the month or now their gas bill. 
Um, so I want, I, but I'll need you guys to be educated in what you're doing and what you're talking about. Okay. So somebody put it up there. The other thing is if you go to vertical web, you guys have your own section on this website under the class tab. So it has the classes, it's got blogs, it's got schedules, it's got the podcast. It has everything in one spot for you. I've got all elements on one page. So the calendar's there, the topics are there, podcast is there, videos are there, blog posts are there all in one spot. So um, if you forget where you're supposed to go on YouTube, you can just go back to the website and pull it that way through the website. Okay, so let's kind of come back up here um, and and do this. Okay, are you going to explain why WordPress is the better building, a better way of building a website? Yes, let me explain that right now. Can you roll through these and see what we've missed? Because they're coming in faster than I can. Finally, we got one that is coming in faster than I can see them. All right. So um, let me answer her and then you figure out who's the next person that needs an answer. Okay. All right. So this is, am I going to explain why it's a better tool? So WordPress has a core. Okay. But it has plugins. It's got uh, a lot of things that can be customized. You can build uh, the, the look and the feel of that website. You can build uh, how the navigation goes together properly and the code if you do not go crazy with putting all this stuff in it, the code is very lean and light. And when I take the ability to be able to move stuff around, build URL strings outright, the fact that the files, so did you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to say probably most of you don't know, the files at Wix do not live under your domain. They live under a Wix domain. So right there out of the box, there's some funky DNS records that make it work right. But when I, the way I'm saying to do it, the files live in your own house. So again, think about your kid growing up in somebody else's house. That's kind of what they're, they're living in somebody else's house with somebody else's last name. They're not even kin to you. All right. So when, when you, when you use WordPress, you're self-contained, you're able to structure it the way Google wants. You're able to put the navigation in the way Google wants. There is uh, the content silos are back. Um, they're being called content clusters now because, you know, everybody has to put a new name on things and make it sound different. Um, but the content silos are back. Um, I don't know that they ever actually went away, but there seems to be a higher grade to them. So all the things that you need to do, um, you can do with WordPress. The other thing is, and I think it's Wix that does this, the H1, H2, H3, H4 are corrupt or co-opted they're not corrupted they're co-opted and used as design elements so you can't put that website together right because they're dictating the output so you put the stuff in they dictate how it gets pushed out and wordpress doesn't do that wordpress you you put it in the way you want you also can dictate how it's output and, and how it how it comes across and everything else about it um the core vitals part of everything, the speed of everything, all of that factors in. All right, so who's next? There's a lot of them. From, uh, uh, Stacey, so if I'm looking to start an e-commerce site, what should I be using? WordPress with WooCommerce. That was an easy one, Sandra. That was like a five word answer. WordPress with what? WooCommerce. How do you spell that? Woo, W-O-O, commerce, like commerce. Okay, so let me type that in there. 
All right, let's see what else we got. How do we, uh, yeah, yes, we can help with content. That's a fine thing. Okay, let's see. When the lady was done building my website, she gave me all the information, but I also created the stuff beforehand. However, she gave me the information at the end though. Okay, and what I would tell you is that unless you, if you're not gonna have any further affiliation with that lady, go change your passwords just to be on the safe side. Um, and John, you heard me say concepts, did you? Yes, concepts are coming instead of keywords. This is, I think that's where they're heading. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Because with, all right, so what they wanna do, we're gonna have to do a whole class on this craziness, concepts versus keywords. Um, when I am talking about um, something, it'll, it'll show you what else is related to it. So, okay. Although my, my little dog, it didn't get right. Uh, if I say I'm looking for a um, dachshund puppy, it will say other breeds like dachshunds. So it knows that I'm taking dachshunds and then it puts other small breed dogs that are like a dachshund around it. It'll give you a, bio, bio, um, a biography of a dachshund, the three types of them. Um, it, it's, it's taking the concept of a puppy or a cup, concept of a dachshund and everything around it. And so it's no longer just truly tr keyword based. It's based more now on, I think that's where they're heading. Just FYI. I think that's where they're heading because I keep seeing some kind of evidence of that going on. Now, if you've been following this class, you'll notice that I have never been keyword heavy. It's because I kind of always felt like this was coming. And because I always felt like this was coming, I've always taught this so that you understand that you have to have other concepts. So if I talk about a camera, it would be appropriate to talk about a lens and aperture and focal length, okay? If I am talking about a camera, it would not be appropriate to talk about tennis shoes, all right? So, um, it's that kind of thing. It says, what WordPress theme do I recommend? Astra. And it's actually Astra Pro. Very, very, very lightweight, very flexible. Okay. Um, and it, you, can, you can buy uh, the theme package. Um, the people are hosting, our WordPress hosting packages come with them installed. But if you're doing it on your own outside and you're looking to go outside of it, you want Astra, Astra Pro, and you want their, their theme their themes and you'll get some pre-built themes that you can go ahead and start to adjust and move around on your own. You want me to type it out? Can you, can you type out virtual? Uh, no, it says Beth recommends Astra and Astra Pro. Astra. Yeah. Not Astro, Astra. I did. I wrote that. Okay. Inverted. Yeah. What WordPress theme do you recommend? Beth recommends Astra and Astra Pro. Yep. Astra or Astra Pro. What's the difference between the two? Uh, more features. Pretty much is the basic nutshell of it. I like that other question there. Um, uh, I'm a new business. Let's see what we're going to find out. I don't like those questions. I can't really answer them good because there really is only one answer. It says, I, I need an email address on a company website. What do I do? Are you thinking about the answer to that? Who, me? No, I was reading other. Oh, you're reading more questions. Okay. 
All right, let's see. Oh, oh I like this one here. Um, H. Lee says, how to integrate social media connections to websites. Um, there's several different plugins. What, what I will say, you can do it that way. Um, all right, so this is going to get a little wonky, my answer, okay? Um, I would prefer you, if you wanted to put a share button for Facebook or a share button for Twitter, I would, that's okay, and link it out. It used to be that people would pull the post counts back. So I would, I would say Facebook and it would say like there's 221 shares or it was, you know, at Twitter, this, this tweet has been shared 550 times or I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I still like the me too aspect of it, meaning that somebody might be willing to share it because they see, you know, 500 other people short shared it. So there was that aspect of it. The thing is, is that because Google has made speed and the core vitals now a ranking variable, when, you're, when your website has to go out and pull account from Facebook, pull account from Twitter, pull account and meaning a post count from these, it slows the website down so much that your the penalization of it is far worse than you just putting a little button at the top. So as far as to integrate it, I'm going to just say, put them in the header or the footer of your website and just be done with it. And let's not integrate it because by integrating it, you're going to slow your website down because it basically has to go, Hey, Facebook, Hey, Twitter, you know, Hey, YouTube, uh, Hey, this, Hey, that. And before it's done, it's got to go get information from 20 people before it can even assemble your page. So my opinion is just put the little logos on your website and be done with it. So um, can you just go and Google Astra theme for WordPress? It's, I don't know where you're looking, but it's that, that's, it's, it's by Brainforce, I think is who it's by. Hold on. It's wpastra.com. I'm getting it for you right now. There, that's what it is. Okay, so it's it's a very, very lightweight theme. Okay, so did I get everybody's question answered before I move on to where I want to go next with this? Well, I'm still typing your answer to that last one, so you... I didn't answer yours. Okay, what did yours say? On e-commerce. Scrolling up scrolling up i don't see it what what did it say let me retype it okay cut and paste uh one down here says we pay for domain privacy and protection hosting plans etc can you shed some light on why it's truly essential along with the domain name what is truly essential along with the um okay um <laughs> I, i'm going to tell you i'm going to answer the question that says think uh, what do i think of them in motion hosting and GoDaddy? So I thought so much of all the other hosting companies on the planet, I went and started my own because they made me mad. So that's my answer on that. I don't, I, I honestly, I, I've always said in these classes that if I, if I was, if I had to host a website anywhere other than myself, I would pick Bluehost. 
and that would be it. And some, some people will say, oh, they're terrible, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I think that they at least provide some manner of reasonable support. They're a little bit better than everybody else. Um, but if it, if it was me, uh, if it, if I was not going to host on myself, it would be, it would be with, with, with uh, Bluehost. Megan has a good question. How do I boost SEO or ranking on e-commerce considering I can't put information except the products I sell? Oh, that's, that's very easy. I know that it's like, uh, like sounds counterintuitive. What you do is, what do you sell? Can you tell me what you sell? So Yinka, can you answer that? Yeah, that's what, okay. Food and non-food items. Okay, a little more specificity would be good, but if we're gonna say we sell food, okay? So let's say we sell African food, okay. All right, hmm, okay, all right. Okay, so if you sell African specialty food, you may talk about what type of food is served at a um, celebration of a birthday. Or I don't know if there's specific, like I'm Italian, I would do what is the feast of the seven fishes and I would put that up. And then in my article on the seven fishes, I'd have what supporting products I sold that, that supported that. So if I sold pasta, if I sold, sold uh, tomato sauce, if I sold anything to go along with that, I would embed it into the article. Google will pick up the article page, you have your stuff embedded into it, and then you add it to your website. You can add it to the blog, make sure it's categorized, or you can add it to the, um, yeah, I, I didn't say recipes. You could do recipes, but I didn't say recipes on purpose because Google has been penalizing recipe sites because they were exploited for AdWords, uh, AdSense for a while. So I, I am not running down the road to go throw recipes up on a website right now because it could actually do more harm than good. So that's why I didn't pick that one to do. I would, I would speak more in, um, you know, be informational about, about pick the item, pick the food, the history of, um, you know, uh, the, the guy that owns Mozambique you know, he's kind of got a story there with all this stuff. Like he's got these specialty oysters. For all I know, he bought them at HEB. But when you read about them on his website, they sound like they they flew further to come to his table in the woodlands than anybody else out there. So you could do a featured article on what are these special South African oysters and why they're different than oysters I can get off the coast of Long Island Sound. You know, so there's, you know, all that kind of stuff going on there. So yes, I'm suggesting articles that you why you why I'm suggesting. They could also put something up there about why they they sell those specific products and what the you know. No, they can't. That's not Google's not going to. They can, but Google's not going to pick that up. They they want an informational article on what that's about. So if you sell a jar of caviar, they want the story about why the jar of caviar. They don't. If you picked it for a specific reason. I, I would kind of allude that at the bottom of it. And, and in conclusion, this is why we picked that. But I would tell the whole story of it long before because you don't want them to think it's a sales piece. So you need to kind of stay a little agnostic on that. 
All right. It says, is a blog essential for an artist? Yes, especially if you're going to talk about stuff. Depends on what kind of artist you are, I suppose. But I mean, if you're sculpting something, yes, do a daily blog on what you're sculpting. If you're painting something, why did you decide you're painting X, Y, and Z today? Um, in fact, people, I think <laughs> art's interesting because art, it's the story of the art sometimes more than it is what the what the actual piece looks like. At least that's been my experience in the art world. It says, do you have one single website if you sell two completely unrelated products, jewelry and beach towels? Ugh. That is a really hard question. Are, do you plant, do you, are the, is the jewelry like uh, Cartier that I'm going to go wear to the Academy Award? Or is it jewelry that I'm going to put around puka shells that I'm going to go wear on the beach? I, I, I think that's, uh, I mean, if it's Oscar Academy Award uh, diamond necklace and a beach towel, um, not costume, but not diamonds, mid-range. So you wouldn't wear it to the beach is what you're telling me. Oh, wait, it's Sterling. You might wear it to the beach. If you can tie it together, one, but if not, then be completely different. But it's going to be a huge lift to try to maintain two websites. Um, it's partly why I ended up putting my business together because it was harder to maintain three of them. I finally gave up and said, we're going to put them all together and we'll see what Google thinks of it. All right. Uh, let's see. Is a blog essential for an artist? We answered that one. Did you answer the question oh, about Squarespace, yeah. um, Courtney? Where what? Uh, what happened? Uh, Courtney said her note when you asked, "Have I answered all the questions?" She said, "Are you?" So mine wasn't answered. Are you suggesting to let go of Squarespace and use something else? I'm worried because we just finished having our website built. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So I'm going to say this. You're not going to let it go, but it needs to be converted into WordPress or something like that. As long as you're in this room and you want to hang out with this class, do not ever pay somebody to do a Wix or a Squarespace website for you. It defeats the purpose. Okay. If they're already there, then we, they need a strategy for how long they stay there. Yeah, it sounds to me like she went and had, she went and paid somebody to build a Squarespace website. I, I, that's the first thing. Do not anybody that says I can please pay me to build a Squarespace website, tell them thank you and hang up on them or kick them out of your office. Okay, that's not a thing. That's just somebody that knows more than you that's taking your money. Okay, so I'm just gonna say that up front. All right. Yeah. No, don't pay anybody to do Squarespace or Wix, period. There is no special skill set needed to do that. So Zelda has been asking a question, but I know it has, you know, layered answers, but what yeah, I, I, I've been avoiding that. I was going to wait till the 11th hour to, to, to but I, I guess I can answer. So, all right. So this is, this is, this is a trick question. Okay. So and this kind of ties into the why not to pay anybody to do Squarespace. Okay. So for starter, number one, Squarespace is a DIY thing. Okay. Somebody is not going to do Squarespace better than you can DIY it. Well, they may have been practicing it longer, but what the point yeah. is, is it's about D, it's about each person doing it themselves. So yeah. somebody else just took all the tutorials and they're, they're that's doing, all it is. Yeah. They're not, they're not, there's no skill set involved with building a Squarespace website. They actually do not know more than you. 
Okay. And the first time I heard that was in this class, uh, when we were still in person, somebody stuck their little hand in the air and said, well, I just paid somebody $2,500 to build a $16 website. I was like, you did what? So I don't mean to be um, abrasive with it. I don't want it because it's kind of always shocking to me what, what happens in this industry. That's one of those things that I would just cringe at. Well, I think okay. That, so, some of the stuff that, that they, somebody would give someone advice about regarding, you know, how many web pages to go, how far back you go, what goes on the front, what goes on the back. That person who, who just convinced them to uh, have them pay them to do this has more ideas about that than the person who's, who's accidentally gotten into this situation. So there are things to learn more and more on Squarespace over time if you use it. No, there's nothing to learn on Squarespace. And I don't, I don't mean that, I don't mean that badly. It is not a serious tool. It's literally saying, I want to go take a tricycle and go try to win the, uh, the motocross championship of the United States of America. It's not going to happen. So it's, I I don't even, there is, there's really, to my mind, if you want to be a serious business, you don't even belong there in the first place. Is it true that if you build something on Squarespace, It'll always be a place where you can send someone, but you're not going to show up in any searches. Is that correct? And yes. And and what does that say about your business? You weren't willing to make an investment in it because it's very apparent what those websites are. They they have certain attributes. They they look very um, forced here. This one, I I had an emergency right before I came here because somebody talked this lady into doing this website here where's my screen where's the screen share button yeah all right so here this this is this is this is is this a real thing i'm looking at i mean is this a real business i mean are you going to go give this business ten thousand dollars looking at this screen no uh this is what the and the lady got I'm I'm fixing it for her, so it's not a big deal. Let me see. Hopeful. This is what her website looked prior to, and we didn't build this. Understand, we didn't build this, and some of it's broken, but this has some depth and some breadth and some class about it. Whereas this other thing is just a flat. It's like the difference between a custom house and a and a row house. I don't I don't I don't trying to come up with the right way to describe it to you, but it does not make a good first impression. Okay, so you you have to be understanding of that. I, and and this is well, if we're new in the business, how do you get a professional website and email with no revenue? Okay, hold it. It's it's ninety five dollars a year. That's what it is. $95 a year is the answer to that question and your time and your commitment to doing it. And we have one video on up there that shows you how to do it. And next month, we're going to make a second one that's going to show you how to put this together. So if you can roll your sleeves up and everybody can get out of their own way of telling, and, and I hear this all the time, I can't do this, I can't do this. Well, guess what? If you tell yourself you can't do it, guess what happens? You can't do it. Hey, um, okay. You right? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we, we actually made a whole tutorial, you and I, of how to do it start to finish. You remember that? Remember, remember what? 
we made we did one whole class here that said start to finish how do you do this that if they followed the the tutorial that you and i did they literally could go home follow it step by step by step wash rinse repeat step by step by step by step over and over and over again and build themselves a website well we can start next month with doing one on introduction to wordpress that's that's what I think we should we we need to we need to do because I think that's what that's what some of this is. So the bottom answer is Zelda is still asking the questions to lead you toward if you are new in business, how do we get a professional website and email? That's what she said with no budget. So well, this is where when you have no budget, then I'm telling you it's ninety five dollars a year. And you're going to sit and you're going to watch the video and you're going to learn how to go do this because you can't have a crummy website because what, okay. And I, this is, these are those things that you have to kind of start to process in your head. Okay. First of all, if you go to somebody and their website looks like it came out of granny's closet in 1990, are you going to do business with them? Are you going to think they're a reputable business or are they going to turn on your heels and go away? Most people will turn on the heels and go away because there's a certain expectation that a legitimate business has, okay? And so when people come to your website and your images are distorted and there's dancing bears at the top of it, or it's just rows and rows and rows of text and the images are not professional images, you're not going to pick that company. I guarantee it, okay? So- what are we going to do to bring you up to snuff? Now, Squarespace does that, but that the, the thing is, it, it doesn't give you the tool that somebody that does not know you will find you. So you're better off to come back at 95 bucks and go ahead and learn how to do it yourself. Now, you're asking me the cost of this, okay? And I think this is a great question because... The, the problem is, is that when you base the answer solely on cost, you're going to get your butt burned. All right. And, and, and why I say that is this, uh, is it on my YouTube channel? Cause if it is, if it's, it should say SEO 411 and it's the one from last year. It says, how do I build a web website in WordPress? I'll go find it before we go home tonight. Okay. And next week, we're going to do a new one because I'm changing how we're doing the tools. Or not next week, next month, I will do it. But let, let's get past this whole, the whole discussion about cost, okay? Because, because I, I think it's for a, a, a new person, it's a fair question to ask, okay? Um, for a mid-sized company, it's a fair question to ask. The thing is this, okay? And, and this is one of those mistakes that I see. When you base something solely on price, all things are not equal, all right? So web designers, based on their experience, may delimit that price. The right answer for a website in 2022 is about $1,500 to $3,000, depending on how many pages, okay? If somebody comes at you and says they can build you a website for $500, either they like you and they're doing you a favor because you've been a customer for 15 years, which I've been known to do, okay, or they're not full-time, they don't have a staff, they don't have a real business, they're basically, what I'm describing is fly-by-night. The other side of it is if they're charging you $2,500 for something that is $16, 
they're not honest. I, I mean, I don't, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's not the right way to put it. But to take something and, and be, to me, it's somewhat, God, I'm trying not to, to, it's a little predatory to be quite honest with you, to take something because they have a skill, charge that much higher for it and come back when really it's a $16 product. They're not doing something special for you. There's no expertise in that. Okay, it just knows the means that they know how to drag and drop stuff off their computer faster and quicker than you do. Okay, um, I, I I don't. Okay, so describe the difference between the fifteen hundred dollars and the three thousand because some people have a more simple website to start and then it might get a, a more sophisticated. Right, and that's and that's why. But what it takes to set up a, a template and put all of that together is probably start to finish on a, on a, to install it, set it up, configure it and get it going. Let's say is a three hour project. Okay. So that let's three to five hours. So you're looking at 75 bucks an hour. So, you know, 50 to $75 an hour. Somebody's charging $35 an hour. They're either subcontract and that's something else I'm going to talk about subcontracting through India. Okay. Cause that's a whole nother topic. All right, that we need to address here. Okay. But a $1,500 base for somebody to sit down, create that content, write that content, assemble that content, do the graphics work, create a theme. Sometimes they're creating a logo. And to put that together is not an unreasonable price. You're looking at probably 15 to 20 hours worth of work if they're doing it. Now, can I go to Fiverr and find somebody in India to go do it? Absolutely. Would I recommend you go to Fiverr and go find somebody in India to do it? Absolutely not. Okay. The lady that, that was the electrician, she had a, she had a five page website and truth be told, I charged her $500. Okay. It took us about 12 hours to do the whole project. When I looked back at what it, what it cost us to do the whole thing, it was about a 12 hour job. Okay. That lady said it herself. I thought I wasn't getting stuff in. You put it together, you put it together right now, all of a sudden I'm getting leads. So the difference of that, of, of, of having somebody for years that didn't know what they were doing, look how much business that cost her. All right. So you have to, you have to start to weigh this out and you have to start to look at what are you willing to invest in your business? Now, I am not far enough away from the days when I had to do it all myself, okay? So if somebody came to me and said they were gonna charge me $1,500 to do a website, I would have said, the hell are you? I'm gonna go sit in my chair over here and I'm gonna sit there until I know how to do it. You have to have that level of drive and determination to do that. Every aspect of my company, that's how I did it. You're gonna tell me I don't know how to do it? Fine, you give me a few hours and I'm gonna go know how to do it. If you have that, God bless you. God love you. There's videos on the internet. Go watch them and go learn how to do it. Okay. But you cannot be unreasonable. Your website cannot look like this. All right. And I'm going to share a screen again. All right. This is because it's my favorite website in the whole world to share. Okay. Let's see if it even works. Someday it's not going to work. And I'm going to be upset because I'm not going to have an example poster child of what not to do. You cannot have a website that looks like this in 2020 or 2022. All right. I hope everybody understands this. All right. And that's the problem. 
This was built by somebody that didn't know how to build a website. All right, look at this header. Would you go give these people $20,000? And that's the problem. These people are out there and they're selling websites and they're selling websites to you. You saw this hopeful heart guy. Hold on. The, the story that came back to me was, well, the guy said he was going to make some changes to our website and we gave him $500. And instead of making the change to the website, he went to Wix and charged them $500 to do this and then moved their website to Wix again, against their knowledge of that even happening. Who does things like that? That's what, that's where I'm saying. So for 500 bucks, this guy, this lady, if you come back by Friday and look at this website, you'll see what this website looked like. One looks like I give it $10,000. One looks like three people working out of their garage in Bayonne. Okay. So which are you going to do? And that's what you, that's what you as business owners have to determine. And then you have to decide how much is that going to cost you? And what is that going to look like? All right. Because you can't have a website that looks like this. Now, I was blessed enough to come out of a newspaper background. So putting a website together was not very hard for me because it was like flat piece of paper, put it on a computer screen. No big deal. Okay. Not everybody has that. No, not everybody has that module brain kind of a thing to look at. So I I get that. Don't really not. But on the other side of the coin, go, if you can't figure it out on your own, go look at your competitors, see how they do it and mimic it. Once you learn how to use WordPress, at least mimic what they're doing. Okay. So you come up with something that doesn't look like this because this is not a professional website. This is not a website that you want to do business with. Okay. And that's, and that was my exact, I, I actually used a little bit more colorful language. And she was like, thank you for calling that out. We thought it so too, but we didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. What do you mean you didn't want to hurt? The guy scammed you for 500 bucks. What do you mean you didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings? That's the way I see it. Whether whether he meant to, he thought, maybe the guy's the salt of the earth and he thought he was helping. Okay, so we're just going to go with that. He didn't know any better, but this is the job he produced. This is what $500 buys you. Okay, and, and you can't be a responsible business without doing that. But this is what starts to bring this up. And this is, this is why I wanted to have this class because I keep bumping my nose on these people that keep making these kind of decisions. Um, can you show a better website example of what? A good website versus a yeah, bad a website? website. You, can, you know, I think you should show a good website. You can show a good basic website that might be destined for more depth and then so that they get an idea of yeah, this, is, this is another nonprofit. okay we'll just kind of go this one this was this is not an over-the-top job that was done on this one okay but if you look at it at least it looks like i might want to do business with them that it's a little got some engagement to it and it's got some real people to it and it's got some air to it okay now i i did this on a saturday afternoon to help out my friend katie Okay. So this is, this is, I didn't charge her. If I was going to charge her, I'd tell her it was 500 bucks. This is what, this is what my version of $500 would look like. It's a night and day difference. At least I think it is. Maybe you don't. So but how many I, pages to that whole website? Huh? How many pages are on that whole website? Seven, 10. When I caught it, it had three. I made it like seven. So I think there's like seven whole pages here four, five, six, six pages. 
I mean, I, I keep wanting her to add to it and I need her to get out to add to it. But you, you see, this has character. This was their logo. They gave me the logo. Um, I said, hey, why don't you make the heart red instead of white? We did that. And then here you go. All right. So this is this is what you get. I mean, this is not to me. This was a Saturday afternoon project. All right. But that's the difference between two five hundred dollars here. Let's look at the Southern Voltage, that lady that I charged her five hundred dollars for. And then show us. And I don't and I don't do five hundred. I'm doing them. These are one offs that we're helping friends. So just let's understand that up front. But Southern Voltage. Well, after you show us a couple of simple ones, show us a three thousand dollar one. Yeah, hold on. I can do that. I can't spell for the Southern Voltage Electric. And then I also would like to suggest that, you know, some of this stuff, you still have to create your own content because you know more about your business, but you can, and you can either learn to post it yourself or um, have someone post it for you, but you can't always have someone writing everything that you do if you're the one that you need to learn more about how to talk about your business, how to present your business anyway. So, right. so here's another, another one-off help, help a friend $500 again, not, but we set it up right. But I wouldn't be afraid to call this guy and make him think he's going to burn my house down. I mean, that, that's, that's the thing. Would you now? So the question is, would you call this guy to come and do business with him? Based on what you see here, they wanted to put them. I think there's a picture of them and the kids here. Um, they put some of their jobs. They put them on here. They made it very personable. Um, I mean, so this is this is another like I would if it, Miriam wasn't my friend, I probably would have quoted this at fifteen hundred dollars just to to tell you what I thousand to fifteen hundred. But like I said, she's been a friend, and it's a. It was an emergency, so we just went, ran in, and went and helped her. So this one has about seven pages too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we had to write them. I actually had to write those pages. Did you? Okay, yeah. So we actually, my staff actually, my one of my staff writers actually wrote the website for us. So because the stuff they had was pretty poor, so we went ahead and just spruced the hell get out of it. That's another thing. Our, we're writing them. Okay, I'm not getting, I'm not using copy AI. I'm not using a uh, service in India. Not that I have anything against people from India, but that seems to be where all they come from to do this. Um, we have a whole, a whole bunch of these type things. And then we go ahead and go in and we have a guy. I actually, my one guy has been here with us for, I guess, 17 years, 16 years, he's been writing websites for me. We tell him what we want. We map them out and he sits down, he'll go talk to the customer and he kind of helps me write these pages out. All right. So that that's what you should get. You shouldn't get, um, this one just came to me. This whole website's going to have to be, um, I'm going to have to fix this whole thing because they went to a, not Stone Temple, what am I doing? Uh, Stone Creek. They went to a web designer person um, and the web designer person said, oh no, you shouldn't put content on your website. So they went and took all their pages down and went with these little crazy little, look at how long these pages are. They're freaking awesome, aren't they? 
And then their answer was, well, our website's not ranking. Well, it's not ranking because this is what we have. Because somebody, some web designer that knew so much talked them into this. That's what, that's the stuff that, you know, that's partly why I'm talking, teaching these classes. They didn't know any better. In fact, we're going back and pulling their old website out of archive.org to get some of the content ideas and to fix them for them. So this is where, so where, what does it cost you to go hire somebody that they, that doesn't know what they're doing? Um, I'm going to give you another example. And, and, and honestly, we, I've, I've came across so many examples through the years. It's kind of why this becomes interesting to me. Okay. So I'm going to give you another one. So I have a customer that was up in Conroe. Um, they decided that COVID was over and they needed to cut their expenses and they decided that they were going to cut us, which is fine. That's okay. I'm fine with that. The lady that they replaced us with presented herself as a full-time employee or a full-time web development company. Okay. Actually, she's a part-time person working at a hospital up in spring. So she doesn't have a full-time company. And how this all came about is you just go look them up on LinkedIn and see what they're doing. If their profile says they're the marketing director at some hospital up in spring, you know darn well that they're not there for your website 24 hours a day, which is what they should be. They, you know it's not their primary focus. Her next post was, I've just quit my job um, and decided that I'm going to go do this for full time. Now, for somebody that is just starting out, that they could come up with a cheap price and maybe the two of you can learn together. Eh, I might say that's an okay situation. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But you don't take over a multi-million dollar urgent care when you have no idea what the heck you're doing. Um, so, I, I, huh? The question, would you please share the link to sign up for the $95 tutorial for WordPress? You know, no, it's, I said it's a hosting. It's a, our hosting plan, and I and I can get you a link to that. Um, but the the tutorial is free. Okay, uh, I guess I'm going to go find it now. Hold on a second. Give me a second, and I will go get that for and you. And then, then have we seen the one that's an example of a more sophisticated? Uh, uh, we didn't get there yet. Hold okay. on, we're going to get there next. Wait up a second. Right. Well. Heck, mine is mine is pretty sophisticated. I think mine looks pretty spiffy. All right, so hold on a minute. Okay, so let's find it here. still in last this year so hold on yeah i think this is the one i think this is the one sandra yep 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 yeah this is it this is the one Here you go. Everybody can go and watch this video and you too can build a WordPress website. 
I'm going to change some of the things that we told you in that video. That video is uh, from last uh, last summer, so it's a year later, and we're gonna we're gonna change um, that um, with everybody. But yeah, that's the video, and that that's free. That there's no charge. There's no charge on that video. Okay. Um, so okay, so more expensive. Uh, you're saying what does a three thousand dollar website look like? Well, this would be one. This nice lady came out of this class, for that matter. Okay, so. Does that have? Huh? How many pages does that have? Right now, it's got one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, it's got quite a few. It's. It, it, I think when it came to us, it had about 20 but we've gone in and fixed them all. And if you see how we did this, these are these are uh, long form articles that meet the criteria, but you see we broke them up into paragraphs so they don't overwhelm somebody. So we made these look better, even though they're long, they're longer articles and so on and so forth. But yeah, so, and just so you know, we would not have picked olive green, that was her color. So we just stuck with it. I wasn't, you know, she didn't want to change it. That's fine, it's not a problem. But that this would be an example of one um, here. This one here was not to be ghoulish. Don't anybody be judgy. This one we just we just launched this one a couple of weeks ago. This one was thirty two hundred dollars. Okay, uh, there was nothing here. This one we did up from scratch, um, and we worked with their uh, marketing department, and then my writer wrote the pages for them. So. This is kind of what they wanted. And then if you look up here at the top, there's multiple pages here that help delineate how to, um, how to, what you, what you need to do to, if you have a death, what you have to do, how to, how to come up with cremation, what are the type of cremation services out there, um, you know, so on and so forth. So this one was, this one was $3,000, 3,200, 3,500, something like that. And there's a lot of long form content that got added to this website. If you, you can see like one versus the other, this look how long this, well, this one's not as long as it should be. Um, but it goes, this one goes out. They're all here. Here's another one. And if you see how we're, how we have it, it's, these are long articles that meet Google's criteria. And uh, so do you call that page one article or multiple short articles? That's uh, one article. It's one article. It's what are the financial costs of birth, burial versus cremation? It's one article. But I think it's interesting the way you do that because you, you're meeting the criteria for Google to consider it an expert's opinion, yet it looks short to the person that's reading it because they can that's take right. it at the time. That's, that's the point of it because you guys are used to doing things in small digestible bites. So what we're doing is we're laying these pages out. So they're laid out for Google, but they're also laid out for the end user. Um, that lays it out. Now, sometimes I put a table of contents up here. This page probably could use a little bit of a, of a, in fact, frankly, I need to leave somebody a note because nobody hooked up the sections. I need to make myself a note to tell somebody to go hook this up in the morning. I just realized that's not done. Like those will hyperlink jump down the page. So if you want, you wanted, you could pick the piece of that page that you wanted to use and go down there. If you just wanted to go here, you could go, you could click that link and it would move you down the page. But this is a $3,000 site. Um, 
you know, the Meyerland one, that's, that's another one. I mean, so there's, there's multiple. And then some of these folks, um, um, Dr. Tamala too, they have us on a retainer and we put up several pages a month for them. So we actually go to the next level on that and we're, we're putting up additional pages for them every, each and every month. So, um, you know, there, there's multiple levels of service here um, that, that, you can, that you can do and we can, you know, we have all kinds, but these deals are customized to the people. So you don't want somebody that's a cookie cutter you don't want somebody that's just going to like take your money and run down the road. You do want somebody that knows how to write something and knows how to actually do it properly. Um, this is another circumstance we ran into lately. Uh, somebody uh, came and uh, one of my customers, they, they, they took them over again. Uh, it's that what there's some special circumstances on that one. Uh, one of which was a cons consideration was price. Um, and unbeknownst to the customer, they went and moved everything to a development team in India. And the website went from doing about 350 to 400 people a month, and it's now hovering around 200. So the website's backsliding very much. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that probably is not going to stay that way. But um, this is, this is, these are those things. So you, you're, you're giving a piece, again, think of your website as your child. You have to place your website in the custody of somebody that actually is going to care for your website with the same attention to detail that you will. Uh, somebody asked me where my office is. It's out on I-10. It's actually not very far from HCCA Leaf. It's, uh, it's, it's not far from I Branch. It's on I-10, kind of near that skydive place. Yeah, I-10 in Blaylock is where it is. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's not in a bad spot, really. You can kind of get to it from anywhere in the city pretty easily because it's right at the base of the Beltway. It's not very far from 610 West. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of a cool little spot I got going on there. So, and plus we have gingerbread cookies. So not everybody has gingerbread cookies at their office. Bakery down the... We have a bakery next door <laughs> and they come and drop off gingerbread for us from time to time. Um, so anyway, all right. Um, I, I think you need to we make sure that you to wrap up. Oh, we got to stop. Yeah. So what I want you to take away from tonight is make sure you, you know who you're doing business with. Make sure that they're a reputable company. Make sure it's not some little kid that just graduated college that doesn't know what they're doing and they're driving Ubers and they're building websites and they're, you want a reputable individual to do your website. And again, everybody has to start somewhere. I still have very pridefully for the amount of time that I have now, I still have my original customer from 1998. And I think he's going to retire any minute on me. And when he does, I'm lucky. I still have customer number three from 1998. Okay. Those people took a flyer on me. This was back in the days that I was putting flyers in the computer store here in Kingwood and supermarkets and cork boards. And so I am very appreciative of every one of those people that were willing to do that. But we had a customer, um, um, we had, you know, we had a company, we had, we had employees, we were, we were working, we were doing what we were supposed to be doing. We weren't, you know, moonlighting here and moonlighting there and, and, <laughs> 
You need to know who you're doing business with. This is, I will visit the Gessner office. No, I'm not on Gessner. I'm at, I'm at I-10 in Blaylor, which is two exits before Gessner. Why don't you give them one basic way to get in touch with you? Because they're trying to give you stuff in the chat and in the Q&A. Um, so well, they keep saying go to the website, but yeah, you're right. Let's do it this way. V-E-R-T-I-C-A-L-W-E-B.com. And I will give you my cell phone. Don't anybody call me tonight, though, because I'm not answering you tonight. I've, I, I'm going to bed because I got to be at work at five in the morning. All right. that You can call me on my cell. You can call me. You can email me and you can get in touch with me. You can go through the website as well. Um, the other thing is look at the businesses. Look for a portfolio. Look for the companies that they've done business with. Call those companies. Okay. Find out what those people's experience is with, this, with that company. Don't just, just because somebody put it there, take them for their word at it. Okay. I mean, you do your due. What I'm really saying to you is do your due diligence because this is a really shady industry. And if you don't find the right person, you're going to be hurting for a long time. If you want to do it yourself, I have hours of tools that will teach you how to do this. And I'm about to go do another, another two hours next time. Okay. Um, so you guys go have a grand time with all of that and we will see you next month and next month. I'm not going to be taking a lot of questions next month. Next month, we're going to kind of go all the way down to brass tacks and we're going to do a, how do I start a WordPress website? What do I do? And we're going to do it from the ground up. And what do I need to consider in my homepage? So I'm going to teach you a little on, on site optimization and also how to put it together. Okay. So this person says, I'm a kid, but I'll grow up. <laughs> That's good. I'm okay with kids that grow up. I, I, I mean, you know, um, yes, we'll cover plugins as well. Um, Maria, I will tell you that earlier today, I did a whole class on that just covered plugins. I'll end up having that up on the internet as well. Um, in fact, I'm going to try to get that one up and this one up by the end, by this, by this weekend. So you should have both up. Okay. So um, you plugins and this. So, alrighty, um, everybody, I'm out. Sandra, it's time for us to go home. I think. Okay. Are you good to go home? I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. Usually speaking, we have six minutes. Oh, okay. We have six minutes. Okay. Does anybody have any other questions for the six minutes? Because you know we're going to go on another thirty minutes tirade. Well, you can't. Uh, but you know, um, they, I, we have to log out at eight o'clock, but um, if you have, if you, some people have logged out already, but if you have a question that hasn't been answered, you can retype it. Okay, hosting services. They were talking about your hosting services earlier. Oh, okay. Our, our hosting services are, um, they run about $95 a year, a full one with all your WordPress tools, plugins paid for, um, usually runs $39 a month. And that's with us to do tech support and solve your problems if you break it. Um, so we, we, we do all of that. So we do, we do both. Um, you can do it off vertical web or you can do it. And I'm going to put it actually the, no, oh, me versus Hothgate. There's no contest. That's like saying, what's the difference between you and McDonald's? Um, you know, Hostgator doesn't, I, I don't think, I don't see them giving the level of support. I, I really feel like if you're not kind of coming with us, you, you probably need to be at Bluehost and there's really not much mid ground between that. Well, you know, somebody just asked a question earlier about paying a fee about secure web hosting uh, plus security fee. Uh, did you see that? Did you answer that question? 
the one down here about a privacy domain privacy and protection yeah you shouldn't you don't have to pay for protection you just have to lock it domain privacy if you don't want that domain public um you can uh you can put privacy on it the other thing is that all that information is redacted now so i haven't been charging people for privacy because mostly everything's redacted so i think that's a little bit overkill all you have to do is make sure you lock your domain and then it's protected i'd also put your domain on auto renew and put the reminder in your phone when it renews so you don't lose it um and somebody wants to be a candidate for the 500 dollars help a friend program I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. We have a phone a friend thing here. I don't know. Um, so um, let's see. Somebody says that I am eloquent. Most people say I'm not eloquent. So that's interesting. I'm from New Jersey. It comes out every pore. <laughs> so I have I have the perfect Jersey demeanor. It's all good, and it works very well for me. Anyway. Uh, when you have a shop with an affiliate program, yes, you can do, you can, when you have, yeah, you can do a shop with an affiliate program. You would use WooCommerce. There's a affiliate program plugin. Um, uh, its name is escaping me, but I can, if you send me an email, I'll look it up for you. There's actually a whole affiliate program suite. It's about $500 um, and it's a plugin and it lets you do all of that. You can do um, affiliate and you can do, um, um, what are those people called? Like downline people kind of things. So if you want to sell it, but yeah, just send it over to me. It's named, I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but um, I'll, I can, I, I'll, I know where to go find it for you. So that's no biggie. So, all right, let's see. Good night. I saved the transcript. Okay. Well, the good news is you also have the whole video. You can relive this last two hours of your life anytime you want on YouTube. Isn't that awesome? Or even better, if you want to look, go to the video and find things you were specifically interested in, you'll be able to do that too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and just so you know, I didn't even cover like a half of like a fraction of all my notes because I was also going to talk about how to pick a good SEO company and we never got that far. But you guys have been fantastic. I really wanted to do this like an open forum and take questions like this. Um, maybe we'll, we can do part two, how to pick an SEO company because I, you guys have really, this is what I was hoping for that because we get a lot of questions like that. Um, and I, I kind of felt like it was long overdue to sit down and do something like this. So I think we did good tonight, Sandra, honestly. Yeah. All so ne next time, everybody remember to bring your, well, we always bring San Pellegrino or your favorite drink. It's more of a, a chat thing, but this time, next time you're going to have to roll your sleeves up and really pay attention because it's going to be learn this and then it's progressive. Then you need, you want to uh, pay attention while you're in the early part of it because you're going on to the next thing. And you don't want to get confused and get and get behind, right? Right, exactly. Right. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, literally, it just came out this afternoon. So I really don't know yet. It's just my guess is that this core update is going to be about subjects and like items. Um, you know, from the Apple people, you guys don't see this much, but the Google people, you apparently your Google Pixel, you can take a picture and it identifies what it is. Um, when I took a picture of my dog, it said my dog was either an Afghan or he was a. Okay, wait, uh, we're in the last minute, so we we'll, let's let's we don't need dog references here. We need a wrap. Yes. 
say goodbye because you have to be get up at five in the morning and i do i do yes i know but you told me i stayed at eight o'clock and now it's eight o'clock well it's not like let's let's wrap it up and say thank you everyone for being here thanks Sandra. Next all right okay bye-bye next month and um and you'll all be on our, our our list so we'll let you know when the next stuff is coming up bye good deal good night good night everyone